0: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you as always from little, the white sand of Castaways Beach next to the big blue ocean called the Pacific. Here at little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia. Joined today by Steve Werner, Steve, g'day, sir. How you doing? Where are you hanging out? I'm doing great, thank you. I am in Reno, Nevada today. How's the surf today in Reno? Not very good. <laughs> There's no surfing. All right. Well, you can do Sadly. sand surfing probably. So, folks, if you don't know Steve, he went from failing at holding live events, which is pretty easy to do actually. <laughs> well, that's not that's not the sensational part about his bio. He went from there and didn't freaking well give up to holding over 50 live events for himself and his clients. And if you think that 50 live events is not a lot, just go ahead and try it because it is a mother load. He's spoken on more than 200 stages. He's critiqued over 160 sales presentations. During COVID, he helped 27 coaches pivot to online, entrepreneurs launch webinars during COVID with more than $3.6 million in sales in the last 12 months alone. Great to have you on the show, Steve, a real expert. Our title today is The One Mistake That Everyone Makes on Webinars That Cost Them 50% of Sales. Steve, sir, our time starts now. Question number one, who is your ideal client?
1: Coaches, consultants, anyone who sells something online or drives people
0: to calls. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Question number two, six minutes, uh, seven minutes left almost, because that was so succinct. What's the problem you solve with them?
1: So I help people build one-to-many sales presentations. One-to-many can be one-to-five, it can be one-to-fifty, it can be one-to-five hundred. But I help people get their message out in a way that isn't boring. Who in here has been on a webinar or seen a web presentation the last six months? Who in here has fallen asleep on one? Everyone, right? Because they suck. 95% of people had to pivot to online during COVID. And all of them just thought, well, I'll just get on and teach. They don't understand that your energy gets zapped by this thing we call a camera. They don't understand that it's not about teaching. It's about building relationship. They make all the mistakes which has led to Zoom fatigue. But I have news, everybody can still have an amazing one to many sales presentation and skyrocket your sales using Just that, just natural charisma, getting through to people. And you don't need natural charisma. That's what I meant to say. Just talking to people.
0: Cool, so question number three is, let's talk, we've got five and a half minutes left. What are some of the typical symptoms? So if someone's listening to this, it's kind of like their heads up. How do they know that they need to reach out and find out more about what you do? What's going on? Sure, so if
1: you've tried holding a webinar, or any kind of web presentation in the last year, and you haven't gotten sales from it, or you've seen people falling off, right? You see a lot of people turn their camera off, then you see the number of people on fall down, or you've tried doing Facebook Lives and you're not getting any engagement, it's because you're doing the wrong
0: things. Okay, so if you're listening to this folks and you try to do events and you you feel like people are fading out, then you wanna listen up to this. We're talking about smart people, they're being proactive, they're they're doing marketing, they're giving it a fair crack of the whip. Five minutes left. Question number four, they're going to try stuff. So what are the common things that they are trying to increase engagement that, frankly, are just mistakes?
1: Usually it's that they're just trying to do a webinar, right? So the number one thing that everyone defaults for, defaults to, and the title of this talk is everybody, the number one mistake is they start off and they say, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm glad you're here. They might not be that excited. And then they go right into how great they are. Ah, that is the worst possible thing you can do. The second worst possible thing you can do is to teach, to launch into teaching. So really quick, Tom, I want you to think back to high school or college. I want you to think to your favorite teacher. And I want you to think of your least favorite teacher. Your least favorite teacher, you probably walked in. They were standing at the board. If it was like me, they were on a chalkboard with that k- 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 noise. If you're a little bit younger, maybe it's a dry erase board. But they're teaching, teaching, teaching. They look over their shoulder. They give you a ton of homework. And they teach, teach, teach. If you were like me, you put your head down. You passed notes or you ran out the back door. Now yeah. think of your favorite teacher. Your favorite teacher taught less but engaged more. It's not about what you teach. Our ego tells us we have to teach everything we know in order for people to pay attention to us. But it is much better to teach one small, meaningful thing and engage with people than to teach, teach, teach. Because people buy from people they know, like, and trust. They'll get on calls with people that they like having a conversation with, not somebody who is boring as crap.
0: Thank you, sir. So that's question number four done. Question number five in three minutes left, a valuable free action, like a top tip. We've talked a lot about what people should not be doing. Give us a how-to or a step forward. May not solve the whole problem, but it would be a really good head start for folks. Two things,
1: one, use way more stories. So the minute people, you're starting your presentation, launch right into a story. So you want to phrase your story in three key areas, pain that they experience, the light bulb moment that changed everything, and a big asterisk here, this should link to what you sell or what you do for people. And then what is it like after the problem? So at the very start of your webinar, your Facebook Live, your presentation, you wanna talk about a client who struggled with the same thing that your audience is struggling with briefly, so I was able to start working with them and we helped them get XYZ results. That gets people to say, oh my God, that's amazing. The second, Really big tip I'll give you. You can use a state break at the beginning. If I tell you I had an amazing spinach and sun dried tomato omelet this morning with melted runny cheese, what are you thinking about? Nothing but what I'm saying. You can describe a scene. This is what authors do. This is what movies do to grab your attention in the first five seconds. Describe something, anything. Then tell them that story we just laid out and you will have their attention.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Steve. And we've got 95 seconds left. Two questions to go. Question number six is a valuable free resource we could direct people to that's going to help them more. Sure. Death to Bad Webinars,
1: that is my free course. So this isn't just a PDF, it is a course. It is five videos, five worksheets, and five walkthroughs of how to build an amazing presentation. It's yours for free, deathtobadwebinars.com.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Steve. And question number seven, we've got 67, no, 70 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? When is
1: somebody ready for a webinar or a presentation? And the answer? As soon as you get started. When you <laughs> build a great presentation, you're starting, you always start with the offer. What is the offer? What's the That is different from the call to action. Offer is, is it a course? Is it coaching? Is it working one-on-one with me? Look at the outcome that that gets. From there, you then go into what's the CTA? How are they going to do that? Are they going to a landing page to buy it or are they getting on a call? From there, from the pain points that you solve, you can build all the stories and the one, two, or three key teaching points that you need in your presentation. A good presentation has more than 50 stories in it. That is a 30-minute presentation. If you go back and listen to the seven minutes, I gave you at least six different stories in here.
0: Perfect. Steve Werner, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.